Hello, welcome back to the Jam Session. I'm Jazz. I'm Nat. I'm Mo. And we are back after a while. Hey, friends. Hey. Hiatus. It's good to see you guys. Yep. All right, we're going to go ahead into the shade. Um, We kind of all had some things to throw out there um, this week. Um, So the first thing, I guess, let's throw NeNe up since this was more recent. NeNe recently had a surprise birthday birthday. um, thrown for her. And she had a nice looking gentleman to her left. Nice looking man. Had Uh a nice suit, purple suit. Um, (laughs) Yes. Um, she looked good. Good. She looked very happy. Um, the man looked good as well. Everybody was, you know, there to love on her. It was her birthday, but the internet is ablaze because they're like, Greg ain't even cold yet. Girl, Greg, listen, I know that Nene loves Greg, but Greg had cancer for a, a while. A okay. while. Uh-huh. Right. And he wanted to be holistic in his treatments. Right. So it's not like, I don't think that she was planning just like, okay, my husband's finna die, I'm finna move on, whatever. Right. But I'm just, I'm trying to figure out why we have this whole time frame on when a person is supposed to that move part. on after their loved one has passed. I don't think there is a time frame. I think that wherever you are in your life, if you just want happiness and it comes to you, embrace it. it. Yeah. Embrace it. Okay, she ain't letting no grass do you see him? Because they did, the internet did the same thing with Lauren London when she was in whatever movie she was that went on um, yes. Amazon. They saw, they were like, oh, she moved on after Nip. She didn't love him the, like she said she did. Yes, that was, was with like, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And that does not mean somebody mm-hmm. doesn't love somebody. It's that so weird. They still got life to live. Like they have a whole life to live. Yeah. Why do they have to be um, loveless for the rest of their lives? Girl. So that that tripped me out. Indeed. Um, so that was that. Uh, Nini, yeah. I'm all for it. Everybody else needs to shut up and let this yes. woman um, do handle her process um, and and feel love again. Love is a great feeling. And everyone was not going to stay by herself. Right? No, she wasn't. Why do they expect people to? If men. Who was that one lady, the black lady that passed, but her husband's girlfriend lived with them? Yes, the author. B. Scott, is it B? Was what it the B. Scott? Who? who was it? Not the B. Scott, B. Smith? B. Oh, Smith? I don't remember I who it was. So. But yes, the, I remember yeah, that story. And I was like, okay. While she was dying, he had, you know, the woman. It was it was a mess. But I was like, this is their lives. Greg is gone. I mean, and I'm sure that he told her, look move on mm-hmm. their son threw her the party mm-hmm. like if he, like, if anybody on. would have an issue is their adult children yeah so cool. i'm happy for her um like i said he looked he looked good where are you finding oh, simon go body at baby where that's you a find good name okay yes yes i want one of those um next thing i had was um the old man I'm getting my DMs are right. they don't they it's not the same. It's, it's, um Zach Stacy. Okay. So Zach Stacy is the former NFL player who was seen beating the dog shit yes, out of his girlfriend. girlfriend. Okay. Yes. Threw yes. her into the TV, all that stuff in front of the And now baby. he's saying it was staged. He said it was staged. He said that she did all of this to set him up because he said he no longer wanted to be in a relationship okay. mm-hmm. with her. 
So, so she knew that you was gonna whoop her ass, so she recorded it, which means that you whooped her ass before. I'm just, I'm like, how do you stage something like that? How do you stage getting your ass whooped? I didn't see her tossing herself around. I saw him. That's something like that's some thin line mm-hmm. ass shit, really. And and the thing about it is that she, you know, any other situation, the person is on the internet defending their name and doing right, whatever. Right. She's not doing any of that. Mm-hmm. She put it out there so that his ass could be found uh-huh. and she's sitting the fuck back. Uh-huh. So I'm like, you did this, sir. Mm-hmm. He said she she staged, staged it. it. She staged it. I'm sorry. Why are men so dumb? Why do we have to I deal just, with this? I just, Why do we have to deal with this stupid shit? She staged getting her mm-hmm. ass mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. He's basically <laughs> saying <laughs> she made me do it. That is what he's basically saying. You know how an she abuser, provoked you. Yeah, how an abuser will be like, "Well, it's your fault." But I'm again, sure. if she provoked you, that means that you've done it before. You've done it before. She knew what your reaction was going to be, so and she was like, "Let me set up the camera for this shit because I know ain't nobody going to believe me." Yeah, whatever. Like, Even still, you we know that you've been beating her. You yeah, put your so hands if on you her. Sta- if she staged it, she was smart this time. Run her bag, please. She knew to hit the pocket. Yes, run yeah. her bag. Yeah, yeah. So that was interesting to me. I was like, okay, all right, niggas. She might not have known it was right. that bad. <laughs> she might not have known you was going to throw into the TV. A couple times. But, you know, but replace the TV, up. boo. That's it. She going to get her coin. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. She's going to get her coin. Mm. Ned, I know you have something. I just would like to point out the um, <laughs> obvious and send a big kudos to um, Mr. Primetime, Deion Sanders himself. Yeah, I love him. I've always loved him. He's still so fine. His Prime son is fine as well. Primetime is shaking up the college football he world. Is. He is. He is bringing attention to HBCUs, and yes, I'm here for and it. And I love it. Okay, mm-hmm. now don't get me wrong. I am a huge Alabama Roll Tide fan. Okay, mm-hmm. we know this. But <laughs> I also am a product of an HBCU. Love okay. It. Love it. Um, so I love the fact that he is drawing attention um, yes. to HBCUs yes. because there is talent there as well. God, yes. um, athletic talent. Okay, don't get me right. wrong. We are known for our band and our dance teams mm-hmm. and our Divine Nine. We have some hell of an athlete. Yes, there. but Good. we have amazing yeah. athletes as yeah. well, and they should have the same opportunities. That part. That. Those get at the PWIs. Absolutely. Okay? They shouldn't have to choose between moving forward with their career Mm -hmm. or wanting to go to an HBCU. I've never seen an HBCU get so much attention. Never. Until recently. Until recently. Mm -hmm. And And it's because of it. I love love to see it. Absolutely. So I can say Primetime was the one that did it. Um, I don't know that anybody else would be able to do it. Um, because he is right because he is who he is he is prime time absolutely um, and he didn't he wrote checks and he cashed them yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah. wasn't like he came in and said he was gonna do a lot of stuff and then fell short yeah he was a man of his word because they beat the brakes off of a&m they homecoming. did <laughs> they did They're, they won the swag championship Kick so, media. i and love he's it teaching them things on the side yeah he had what's her name in there Brittany renner the girl yeah talking to that yes about pretty much about how to avoid these these hoes out in the streets i'm like wow wow that is what we we talked about in the past episodes about how 
when you have these college athletes that get go pro, you don't have anyone that's there to teach them how to handle that. We were talking about he that. Yep. is training these boys Absolutely. to go pro and deal with the behind the scenes shit. Yeah. Deal so with becoming it is, overnight millionaire. Right, right. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to see. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Yes. I, I love prime Kudos. Time. Kudos to primetime. Yeah. You know, I now he had my heart long before Alabama did. Uh-huh. Right. So kudos there. Um, condolences out to um, Nick Cannon. Oh, for sure. And, yeah, his baby. Um, with the loss of his son at five months old. Um, I couldn't imagine it. Mm. Don't want to. I couldn't imagine it. But I respect mm. Nick for being vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes. Open because there would be so many other people that would keep it a secret and kind of shut down mm-hmm. right. um, from the public eye. I so, think it's therapeutic for him. It was. It yeah. was definitely therapeutic for him. So um, kudos to him. And then one last, I'm sorry, condolences to him. One last kudos to the Steph Curry. Okay, yes, yes. Um, for breaking the eh. three-point record. Oh, Mo. Eh. Mo. Mo's, Mo's not a... So here's the thing. I'm from Cleveland. I'm a diehard Cleveland fan. <laughs> and the way he shits on my team. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a fan. <laughs> but I mean, Curry kind of shits on, eh. on everybody. Eh. And he's, <laughs> he seems like he is just such a good person. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've never met him, but in... Interviews, things like he seems like he's such a good person. He's a worthy nice family of man. The accolade, yes. yeah. 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 So kudos to him. Um, I give you that, Stephanie. That's it. That's <laughs> it for in the show. Oh, Steph. Oh, Stephanie Steph. and the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The Golden. Girls. So that's it for the shade. All right, loved it. What you got for us, Mo? So this week we're gonna another hot topic. That I think needs to be discussed, especially since everybody has young men that they're raising. Um, how do you, how do you bring forth the conversation about racial tension Ooh. with children? Ooh. When did you or will you have that conversation with your black boy Can I about the fact that he's a black boy? <sighs> so y'all know we live in the sticks. Yes, and we've been there for <laughs> five years. That's Jazz pouring up. Another glass. She's pouring up. We've been in the sticks for five years. I intentionally moved to the county to get him out of Huntsville City Schools. Right. Um, because mm-hmm. that was like the Wardensky era. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, loved it when he was in elementary school, but there has been an issue. Probably in, out of the five years, at least three out of the five years, Damn. he has been called um, a, a little brown monkey. He has been told sorry, to what? drink the chocolate milk that looks just like him. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Um, and you guys are aware of the mom who um, whose daughter did some inappropriate things that ended up on Snapchat. And my uh, son yep, had nothing that. to do with it. But that. she bypassed. Um, she used her privilege as PTA treasurer Ooh. Um, to bypass the check-in at the front desk, go to my child's homeroom and chastise him. Absolutely not. Um, so he that. has he has a firsthand experience of mm. what it's like to be a little black boy surrounded mm. by Mm-mm. white people. Mm. Um, the child that called him a brown monkey got beat up. There you go. Nephew. The child that told him to drink the chocolate milk 
that looked like him got smacked and that was one of his friends Mm. um and the mom who chastised my child got everything except for these hands Mm. and that was because had i reacted the way that i wanted to you would have been i would have been the angry black mom Mm -hmm. had i done what she had done i would have been been escorted out in cuffs absolutely absolutely um so i had to show my child by example Mm. what Mm. has to happen um but he Mm. understands that you don't get disrespected Mm -hmm. um about the color of your skin Mm -hmm. if you feel disrespected go ahead on and give them the hands send fedex them your hands okay and then say call my mama Uh Mm -hmm. um so he has gotten that down very well um he beat up one little boy on the bus um got called into the principal's office the principal asked what happened in a nutshell he told the principal he hit me so he caught these hands there you go so I So I told him, um, you cannot tell the principal that, you, that he caught these hands. Right. <laughs> Next time it happens, you have to tell him he hit me. So I, so I had to defend myself. Uh-huh. Absolutely, absolutely. AKA caught, caught these, these hands. Caught hands. So he has no problem dishing them out, but Jamari is a very charismatic child. Everybody mm-hmm. likes him. Mm-hmm. Um, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times when things happen, racial things, I think they kind of go over his head mm-hmm. or he might feel some kind of way like, was he trying to be funny? Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it just kind of flies by him. He is not... He's, he's not confrontational. He's not confrontational mm-hmm. at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't get that from him. Yeah, so like with his coaches... They played a team, and he said the coach said they got two black kids on the team, two really big black kids on the team. And I was like, "What is that supposed to mean? What did you say? That's how you prepping the kids to go into the game? Black kids." So Jamari said, "What you mean?" I said, "What do you did you say? What you mean by?" He was like, "Yeah, I said what you mean by big." And I said, no, what you should have said was what you mean by big black kids. Right. Like, what is that supposed to mean? So a lot of the stuff kind of still goes over him. Right, right. And it's because he is non-confrontational and still wants to believe that he is in a world where people don't see color. Right. Um, And I try to allow him to still have that innocence. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you got to understand. So, blatant racial shit, yes. Okay. Okay. That underhanded stuff, he don't too much catch it, but his mama do. Right. Mm-hmm. So, that's how I end up at the school. But how how old was he when you when you had the talk, or did you, like, have the talk? Um. So, we moved when he was nine. Uh-huh. So, I would say nine or ten. Okay. Because before he was surrounded by people that looked just like him. Yeah. Um, but once we got out in, yeah, like you can't allow that. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I think with Caden, he was much younger because we started out in mm-hmm. 
in the county and then moved to Huntsville. Mm -hmm. So he, it was pretty early on when I was like, okay, we got to do some black power ish. Mm -hmm. Um, because it was like things where, you know, people were taking their kids off of the swings when we would go to the park and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to, and I'm like, I'm in Alabama. I I was born and raised in Seattle, right? Raised in Seattle, Washington. So the, the diversity is not what I'm used to down Mm -hmm. here. Full culture Mm -hmm. so I was like okay we're gonna have to have this talk and so it's just simple you know black people in the history we were treated differently I think that he has a pretty good understanding of it Mm -hmm. Um, and then like we watch the news and all that stuff um, and we have those honest conversations when things are happening Um, you know black boys getting killed I'm telling him you know this is why he was killed this Mm -hmm. is the threat that we pose as black people going through the history. So Caden, I think, has a good idea of it. I think Parker's going to be a little bit harder. He Parker's is. a lover. He is. And he okay. can, it doesn't... It, it it doesn't click to him how somebody cannot like somebody else. Parker's mm-hmm. gonna have us fighting well into our fifties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better believe so it. So I oh think with God. Parker, it's gonna be a lot harder to have the conversation. Yeah, I think so. Um, Even down he's to be like, what do you mean? It's yeah, like, but I'm. We're, I like to play. Uh-huh. I Even like to play. They like to play. What you wear? So Jamari is in this hoodie and sweats phase. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like. You can't do that. Take the hoodie off. So, okay, here's an example. Tradition is for homecoming, they go and TP people's houses, right? Mm-hmm. So, our neighbor, who knows Jamari well, okay, they, it was 11, 12 o'clock at night, it's dark, Jamari had his hoodie on, a friend, another little black boy, had on a ski mask. Ooh. And they were around the side, around the front of the house, toilet paper in the house, Right? The dad came out and shot in the air. Hmm. And I told him, I said, look, had it not, had I not been up and heard it and came outside, he probably would have chased them down the street. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, that's my child. You know him. He was like, they had a mask. And I was like, he didn't know. He had no clue. And I told them once I picked them up, I, of course, they ran down the street and around the corner. I'm driving mm-hmm. to pick them up. I'm like, you Get little black boys, the they were terrified. Can't do that. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even, like, Because shot snap. in the air, yeah. Yes. I said, you have to understand, we are in Owens Crossroads, New Hope, Alabama. Mm-hmm. We are in a predominantly white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's near midnight. It's pitch black dark. These people have ring cameras. Mm-hmm. And everybody black. <laughs> Mm. I said, Everybody you black. cannot do that. Y'all have on hoodies and ski masks. Mm-hmm. The, the safe way, y'all should have been out there TPM folks' house at 5 p.m. Right. In the broad daylight. Uh-huh. Like, this daylight. is homecoming. Mm-hmm. We out here. You know what it is. <laughs> and that's just it. Even though it's tradition. Right. The we've been out there, they know this is what it is. Yeah. But nonetheless. And as much as toilet paper has been in short fucking supply. Honey. Let's not listen. You get a square on your porch. <laughs> and how I see big shit now. You get clear. a square. Their toilet papering ain't nothing like what we was doing. Okay, they like roll the tissue out and lay it in your yard. Okay, we was like, t- like you had to I'm hire somebody 
to come and get the tissue out the tree. I have shit. never liked that tradition. I know that's kind of going a, a opposite direction, but I have never yeah. liked that, that 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 tradition because who the fuck is gonna come clean this shit up? Yeah, true that. Mm-hmm. Yes, true, thank true. goodness I never got TP'd. Yeah, we didn't do that. I grew up in the hood. My house did get um, egged. They're egging. Yeah, when I was in high school, my house got egged. That's taking the paint right on. Yeah, one of those little buckhorn bastards. Yeah, they were riding down um, Moore's Mill, throwing eggs at people's car, (laughs) and Nate was like, "What was that?" I said, "I think one of those little bastards just (laughs) egged my car." Yep, we drove straight to the car to the car wash. Yes, but it was this was December. Mm, cold as fuck fucking summer so i was outside scraping like get the fucking egg off because if Ugh. i don't this can't dry because it's gonna fuck up my pink uh-huh. my, my my flipping pink paint on my hot pink Ford Escort, <laughs> right but yeah um it's different and it's different i think in the city of huntsville yeah mm-hmm. versus out in oh, the county right. agreed like mm-hmm. out in the county they are blatant now sports and shit. Oh yeah, we want to see that little Negro run. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But no, you can't talk to my daughter. Shut up and dribble. Yeah, you can't talk uh-huh. to my daughter, or um, you know, if you guys need any help or you need a ride, I'm happy to help. No. Mm-hmm. His mama can pick him up. Mm-hmm. His mama can drop him off. His That's mama it. can pay his fees. We'll need no help. Mm-hmm. Do That's y'all it. need some help? Is there something we can do for you? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's different. In the city, it's very much so like, hold your purse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's more of a violent type, fearful type thing. Mm-hmm. Right. In the county, it's different. It's very different. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I think I want to say DJ was probably like six or seven. The first time I had to let him know he was a, a little black boy. Mm-hmm. Because for the most part, my kids grew up in, in, in suburban areas, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we lived overseas, we lived in North Carolina. Like we, they, they grew up in, with a bunch of people that were palm colored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so he was very oblivious and he was probably like six or seven. And I was like, no, wait, son, hold on. You're black. Yep. You can't do this. You can't say this. Right. Um, yeah, we can't do that. So, and then even recently, he's like, um, hey, mom, a few of my friends, you know, want to go out just riding around. Uh, that's, I'm already leery of that anyway. Yeah. Because driver's in here sucks balls. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I, we I need to see your friend, baby. <laughs> I said, I need to see your friend and I need to see his license mm-hmm. and proof of insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, even though a child just died in Newmarket. Mm. Um, yeah, it just is accident, car accident. It's Gosh. just so. So I said, well, riddle me this, son. Will you be the only little black boy? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yes. Mm. He didn't even hesitate. Mm-hmm. He's mm. like, yes. Mm-hmm. I said, no, Mm-mm. you can't go. Mm-mm. No. And that's, that's the crazy part because, like, roll mine up in a wrestling mat and Alabama going to feel it. Well, okay. okay. Jamari is frequently going to be the only little black that's boy. That's my son. That's DJ. He's the only black kid on the basketball team. Yeah. He's one of two on the soccer, soccer team. The other one, I'm he is. He, he, the other one is a little blank slate. So <laughs> it's, just, it's just like he's always in like his friends are the little white kids. Mm-hmm. They Same. even have little white kid names. Same. 
Ethan. Austin. It's, it's about six Austins. He's like, Ma, you know Austin. No, I don't. Which one? <laughs> one or two? Which one? <laughs> Varsity or JV? Because uh-huh. I don't know. So it's just, it's, but I intentionally moved him to that environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not want him in the city surrounded, it's sad, but surrounded by us. The shit of the city. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even now, I'd be like, I'm so glad I moved. Like, we go see mama, I'd be like, ooh. Even the traffic it's is so, different. It's so it strange. Is. It's so strange because it's like, I I think it's it's hard for me to find, like, the perfect area for my ch- us down True. here. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I'm from Seattle. It's just different. There was a good mix of yeah. just about everything in the schools that I went to. Um, now, of course, they have more schools that are predominantly black, predominantly white. But for the most part, the schools that I went to, it was a good white Pacific Islander, mm-hmm. Mexican, black. It was a good group. Mm-hmm. No, and-, and down here, it is literally all white and you are the only black boy or it's all black and you're going to have one or two white friends. Mm-hmm. And that's county and it's city. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But you got to think like we just went through like a desegregation ruling right. in the last what five years right shut the fuck up yes when they built the new grissom and built may jemison like there was a huge like segre- segregation separate but equal type thing going you on aren't kidding me. swear to god Huntsville is always sorry been- y'all i just moved here four years ago <laughs> i was gonna say i remember this but i don't know that i paid much attention Huntsville to it because i still don't say that i live here i reside <laughs> i stay in huntsville alabama i don't stay live here. it's always been that way even when i was coming and when i was in school like really johnson was black that mm-hmm. like you got johnson high school was the first and only school that had a daycare at school hot damn because so many of their students pregnant. were pregnant. Mm. So they had a daycare at school. Oops. Lee High School, mm. which Lee is now a kind of a black school, unless you're at the magnet program. Uh-huh. Lee High School was kind of a mix, but they were the bougie folks. So the, mm. the black people that went to Lee were a different breed. Okay, They were more of your middle class, kind of out of poverty. Mm-hmm. Butler, straight out the hood. What about Huntsville High? Huntsville High has always been white. I figured. Always been white. It's right downtown. Yeah. Grissom has always been white. Mm-hmm. Um, has there been another one? Columbia is new, um, but it's out Research Madison. Park area. Mm-hmm. Um, William. It's ginormous. It's too. huge. All of these schools down here. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is a school. It's huge. It's Whenever huge. Whenever I pass Jemison, I'd be like, God many fucking blocks is this shit <laughs> but the crazy part is even with that so they built jemison shut down which used to be davis hills mm-hmm. mcnair and jemison are on the same campus so you have sixth graders mingling with next door to seniors mm-hmm. well some schools back home have like right. middle school in the high schools too no, that's that. never been a thing here until um, Je- and it's the only school like that. Yeah, in Cleveland, it's, it's some schools. It was some schools like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Grissom's not like that. Columbia's not like that. Lee is not like that. Sparkman's Sparkman's freshman class because there's so many. They have a freshman academy, and then tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade. That's how it is in Decatur. 
Decatur High and Austin have Freshman Academy, mm-hmm. and and well, here's the here's the kicker: they both built new schools, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But the new schools that they built, check this out, can't accommodate the population of kids, so they had to keep the existing Gosh. schools for freshmen. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Austin's freshmen wow. go to the old Austin, and then tenth, eleventh, and twelfth go to upper upper campus. They go. Uh huh. Girl. Alabama shit fight. It is. is some shit. I'm like, what? Because how the hell you build a school you can't even hold your population of students? What it is. Doing? But I mean, like, so where you're zoned, it, Morris is what? K through 5 or K through 8 now? It's K through um, 8. K through 8. Okay, yeah. so Morris is now 8th grade. They're separated. Because I when I was when I found out he was going there, I was like, I'm sorry, how does this work? And so... Even when it comes to dropping them off, you drop them off on two different sides. Mm-hmm. And then when they're in the building, they're on two different sides of the building. Cause I was, and I was like, okay. Because mm-hmm. elementary and middle school, that's I don't like that. The older kids have such an impression on the younger kids. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to do yeah. that. You think um, that, but Buckhorn is, Buckhorn's, hell, the, gym, the high school and the middle school, I believe, share a gym. They're the same way. They, um, now, New Hope, I, I will say thing. that, New Hope is, is like that. So, New mm-hmm. Hope Elementary and then Middle School yeah. and High School. Like, it's one right down the other. But there might be 600 kids total. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, what was I saying? Okay, oh, um, what is that? Williams? Out Zert Road? Mm-hmm. Had we stayed where we were before we bought our house, we would have had to be bused. From Dunwoody Research Park, back behind um, Providence, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shit. to Williams. That's a nice ways away. Hmm. Because Providence, which was supposed to be K through eight, became K through five. Because they couldn't accommodate. Because they couldn't accommodate the kids. So. There's not, and, and they, they call me Alabama, but they build these fucking <laughs> college like campuses, uh huh, and still can't accommodate the kids with this long term mindset. I mean, Jemison is huge, it the ain't that many kids at Jemison. I, the, the, the school needed to fax over, you know, that's more secure, right? Mm-hmm. We know dealing with healthcare, shit. Mm-hmm. fax, they would prefer fax, it's more secure, mm-hmm. right. So the doctor's office had to fax over his shot records. They ain't got fax lines at Decatur High. No ma'am, no ham, no turkey. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> they have no fax lines. Did you hear me? They ain't got fax number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. They, the school was built and they do not have fax lines. When the receptionist told that to Hope at the doctor's office, she was like, wait, what? <laughs> do what? How do you not have a fax at a school? <clears throat> they were like, fuck this shit. It's, 20, this shit. it's 2021. We ain't getting no damn fax. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I just, but yeah, but look at how, but it's in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And Huntsville is not your typical Alabama city. We are. You know, in, we're bigger than Birmingham now. Yeah. Popu- population wise. We are a melting pot because of the arsenal. Mm-hmm. And all the other shit we got here. Uh, arsenal, NASA. FBI, Facebook. Yeah. All of that shit, right? Well, it's meta now. Now we got an Amazon. Ooh. Yeah. We got Toyota. Toyota. We got all this shit. We got yeah. all this shit. So, but we are not your typical Alabama 
It's Jazz City. in Huntsville. Come to Alabama. Come and to just, Huntsville. I, I think with that, with it being a melting pot, when my dad, when he wanted us to come down here, he was like, the army base is there. I thought it was going to be more diverse than what it is. Yeah. I yeah. thought we would have had some more diversity in, in the schools or something. And it's that's very just concentrated it. on the north we side. Are, but that we, Huntsville is a diverse city so to speak mm-hmm. but it still has good old boy good old boys it's leadership absolutely. absolutely and they keep it that way yes it burns my biscuits but you are absolutely right they mm-hmm. keep it that way everything it's is so not a, a what you know it's who it's you who know. you know mm-hmm. absolutely you can tell who are like the racist and like who have that and when we talk about it me and my family mm-hmm. we say the good whites and the bad whites mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like sorry oh, but it was like, yeah. you know, I'm like, I have some good whites in my life. I love my white people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are the greatest white people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you can tell so easily who the bad whites the bad are. Yep. Uh-huh. And that's what it, where Agreed. it gets hard trying to teach Caden, like, this is what I need you to pick up on, son. Right. These are the <laughs> things I need you to start reading people, you know, and over the last observing your space. Yeah. Over the last five years. And that's another thing, like, do you guys feel like. I don't know. Maybe I just get the vibes. But I'd be like, that little white boy is just mesmerized by my little black son. He ain't really tried, like, he's, this is a new toy. He ain't really seen mm. no shit like that. Yeah. Like, no, go away. Mm-hmm. And Jamari doesn't, you know, that's my friend. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. That's a little badass white boy. Yeah. That treats you like a, a novelty or something. Yes. Yeah. And feels like. Mm-hmm. He is emulating your culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he can say, no, I got a friend that's black. No. Ooh, culture vultures Mm-mm. are thick down here, baby. Ooh. Austin, get off my get off my damn doorbell. Yes, Lord. Goodbye. Not no, the, he cannot come out of here. Goodbye, Austin. Yeah, that is, that is, yeah, that's. He be ringing the doorbell? He no longer lives in the neighborhood, but Austin would ring the doorbell at 8.30 a.m. on a Saturday. Oh, Austin would get his ass cussed out. And his mama, too. Where was where were his parents? Why was he up that early? Little crotch goblin. Yeah, no, no. Mind you, if we're at home at eight thirty on a Saturday, we're fucking asleep because we don't have soccer at nine o'clock in the morning. Get the get off my door. You don't get your friend off my doorbell. I'm gonna go outside. No, mama, I got it. Ah, please. No, mama, I got it. Smart kid. He could have at least knocked. He's ringing the doorbell. Doorbell. Not at eight thirty. Don't knock. Don't ring. Ooh. Don't send a carrier pigeon. Five thirty. As soon as we get home. As soon as I pull in the driveway, here they come. Mm. Now I'm okay with it. My house is kind of the neighborhood house. Jamari, somebody on the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna move because I know it ain't for me. Right. Yeah. Can that. you come out and play? And it be the little ass kids. <laughs> they love them. They do. Can we come out and play? You got homework. Um, I'll come out later. <laughs> Why are you playing with the fucking six year old? The twelve. The kids. Oh, cool. they like He's the, the coolest. He He's the coolest. That is reserved for P Diddy. Okay. <laughs> oh, mind you, Cyborg asked him people wanted to come today. And he was like, no, I'm good. I was like, you want to check on Pete? He was like, he's straight. <laughs> Too cute. So. Lord. Yeah, I just, with with raising little black boys, mm-hmm. it just is. I It's so scary. It is. It, it is. Really and you don't, is. I, you don't want to chastise them for doing things 
that are natural. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, they wanted to have a Nerf gun fight outside. Mm-hmm. Today, Caden's oh. friend came over here. Oh, no. My, my child has friends over, guys. Yay. I love it for him. If you know Caden, you know he doesn't talk to people. At all. Okay, <laughs> we didn't need that. We didn't need Did that, okay? At um, So he, he has friends, and they come over, and I love it. Um, So one of his friends was over today. They were looking for the Nerf gun bullets to go play Nerf guns oh, outside. Not outside. No little black boys. And I said, you guys can't do that. And they're like, it doesn't even look like a real gun. It's, it's a blue and orange gun. Doesn't matter. I'm aware. Mm-hmm. I'm aware. But someone is going to say, oh, they had guns outside, yep. and it's going to be justified because yep. then they're going to be like, they shouldn't have been playing with the guns outside. Mm-hmm. They're, that's going to be what they're going to use to justify killing you. Meanwhile, Kyle's ass can drive 30 minutes across state lines with his assault rifles and kill motherfuckers and then get off for it. And try to go back to school and life like nothing ever fucking just happened. Just doing saying. interviews and shit like just doing saying. fucking interviews. Ooh, excuse me. I've been cussing a lot no. today. My no. energy is off. I'm no, saying I a cuss lot a lot of every words. day. I it's justified with this shit. <laughs> I just feel like that. You know they say people that cuss a lot are smart. Are smart mm-hmm. and less stressed. So hell yeah, yeah. So it just, it's weird that you have to tell them that they can't do things that are like normal things. Because of the color of their skin. Um, because of the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it's necessary so that they can start becoming more aware. You don't want to tell the victim. That's like victim shaming. Like when it comes yeah. to women, don't wear clothes like this, you know, whatever. You shouldn't have to say things like that. Right. Yeah. Of, um, don't be a jerk, son. Right. But I think that if we, we train them up and, you know, let them know, hey, these are things we can't do. These are these are things in places we probably shouldn't be around. I think that kind of helps us become stronger as we get older. Do you feel like it's worse now than when we were coming up? Yes. I feel like it was it's worse. And again, I was I'm in Seattle, so I'm now being in Alabama. I don't know. I can't say if the, that's the same, but for me, same. I think it's worse because we had uh, I don't even want to say this. Mm-hmm. Our last president, mm-hmm. I can't even say his name. It's mm-hmm. making my stomach turn. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, mm-hmm. y'all, I felt some vomit in my throat. Mm-hmm. Um, we mm-hmm. had him. Um, we have people like him in these power positions oh, on TV, on the internet, that make comments and do things and get away with it. Mm-hmm. So the, the people that were hot, yeah, the people that were ho- in their mask and, like had, and were hiding were like, oh, hey, I can say this shit and nothing's gonna happen to me. Mm-hmm. I can do this shit and nothing's gonna happen mm-hmm. to me. So when I was growing up, they were still hiding. They yeah. were still, because everything was so, ooh, we're integrated now, everything's proper. Same. Now they are. They have fully come undone. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck no more. They're not scared At of all. us. They're not scared of us because what have we done in, in any type of retaliation? Fucking mm-hmm. protest. But I've never. <laughs> so they're not. Is I've never come across one of these people. Like I've never encountered them in the way that some people, people on the internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never encountered, and I just, I, I, I think it's just, it's. The it's Lord's grace. Work. It's grace. Yeah, because I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't handle myself. I wouldn't have the time to record. No. There would no. be no recording. There's no. I'm not gonna record because it's evidence. Yeah, there would be no Mm-mm. recording. 
No. Absolutely no. Because the minute somebody, I could be on the phone and somebody come, I'm going to call you back. Put my phone in my purse, zip it up so that when I start swinging, it don't fly out my purse. Mm -hmm. There's no way I'm going to have the wherewithal to say, okay, let me record this bitch coming and coughing on me because I got a mask on and she don't believe the corona. I'm probably going to check with your phones down. Down. Right. No evidence. I don't need no evidence. (laughs) I am a very, I'm an advocate that I am not my ancestors. Absolutely. Okay. Don't try it with me. And and not to knock our ancestors, they were wonderful. They were yes. they were more of a peaceful group. Well, it worked at that time. And it worked at that time. These hands ready to eat. Oof. I think that there's so many of us that are more aggressive. Very much so. And uh, I, but I raised my son that way. Like there are certain things. So like he has rules. Mm-hmm. Okay? If somebody hits you or offends you or something, you know what I'm saying? Like tell him to stop. Tell an adult then you handle it. Like, mm-hmm. try to defuse the situation. Don't start a fight, but you can finish it. Right. But if it's some racial sh- racial shit, do Don't not give pass them a pass. pass. Do not give them do a not, pass. Do not collect $200. We'll Lay their ass, ass out. Mm-hmm. Period. And call me. And then call me. Mm-hmm. Because most of these older people that are um, getting, you know, called out for saying things or doing things, they've gone their whole life saying and mm-hmm. doing things with their one black friend. Mm-hmm. So they don't Ooh. feel like it's wrong. No, correct them every time and call your mom later. I'll tell you this. When I first moved down here, I worked in Decatur. Lived in Decatur, worked in Decatur um, for the best dermatologist. Love her. <laughs> and I had a patient my first week at work. I shit you not. Had this guy come in. He's from Moulton, Moulton, Alabama. Mm. Mm. He comes in there and it's so small. Decatur's so small. Mm-hmm. Moulton's small. And he's like, you're the new girl they're talking about. And I said, well, I guess so. He's like, you know where I'm from? I said, says here you're from Moulton? Yep. You know where Moulton is? I said, no, sir, I don't. He said, you go on downtown and you go by that Dollar Tree. When you turn right by that Dollar Tree, you'll reach the colored side of town. (sighs) I said, I'm sorry, what? He told me how to get to the colored side. Absolutely. Of his town. He did. You don't know me from well. Uh, you apparently the town is so small. Y'all been talking about the new black girl, right? The yeah. only black girl. Well, you know, or so and so got a colored in the office. Uh huh. Colored. Who told me how to get to the colored side of Moulton? Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that old mm-hmm. ass son bitch. Mm-hmm. Never. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never. I think, and he didn't think that it was. No, he didn't think it was wrong. He didn't. He didn't think it was wrong. Mm-mm. No, that was a politically correct say mm-hmm. way to say it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the colored side of it. But it's very much so. It's it's real. You ask anybody my age, maybe even 10 years younger, where not to go in this area. Oh, yeah. You don't go to Coleman. Yeah. Hell no. And you you set that bitch on 70 cruise control. All the way down. The whole way through. Absolutely. Why do I know it's three Coleman exits? Hmm. If you, you don't need fuck around to with the sun pee, you better pee in the cup that is back there. Pee on we, yourself. Pee Dark on yourself. So I won't Listen. be mad if you pee on yourself through Coleman. We are not stopping Listen. here. You better stop in Gardendale real quick and real slick before you get in the way. Or before you go, you better stop in Decatur or some shit. Listen. Priceful. Now, mind you, so again, we live in the sticks. Mm-hmm. Jamari plays soccer for the school. Mm-hmm. We done been to Good Hope. Where was the one place that you it was on? I, th- I think that was on the basketball list. There was Stevenson. one place I was like, where the fuck is 
Eider, Pisca. We'd have been all over. Pisca all has one stop sign. We'd have been all Prattville, Priceville. No one stop light. We've been all back back and hitting around Coleman. And, I, and it's sad because I made it very clear. Good Hope, I believe, was a rescheduled game for like a Saturday. Mm. And I was like, what time is the game? Oh, it's at noon. Okay, Jamari will be there. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we can get there and get back mm-hmm. before the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a co-worker at Apex. She lived in on Smith Lake. Oh, no. She had a birthday party for her son. She had twins. One of the twins passed away. Ooh. He made it to his one-year birthday. Black people don't go to Smith And Lake. I was like, Ooh. she was like, Ish, whenever are you going to come? And I was like, what time is the party? <laughs> She was like, it's going to start at 2. I said, ooh, that's cutting it close, baby. Was it the summertime? Mm-hmm. I will bring you. So I will um, bring a gift. I said, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. To, I said, but work. I can't stay. I Mom. said, I'm just going to pop in, grab mm-hmm. some meat, drop mm-hmm. off a gift, and go. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Why aren't you going to stay? He loves you. Because it's Smith fucking You Lake. did good going. I would have like, Sweetie, I'm just going to bring it to the, to the office if right. that's okay. You live on Smith Lake. So, it's really nice. It's really fine. Smith Lake don't like me. My kind of people. Yeah. My doctor owns a house on Smith Lake. Her it's gorgeous. Uh huh. Beautiful. But no, Mm-mm. I can't say. Answer You're not going. Are you going to come to the ugly Christmas? No, ma'am. Mm-mm. Why? Because it get dark at four thirty. So she left the company, Mm-mm. and we went to Campus Eight Hundred Five. And I met. It was one of my old coworkers there. He was um, a chef there. He was cooking came out served the food and she was like i just can't believe you're going you're not gonna come he just so happened to be there now mind you i was the only black person that worked right right yeah right mm-hmm. i said okay i said i'm gonna show you i said because you don't seem to understand, understand. Uh-huh. i said i'm gonna show you i said Derek, she lives on smith lake coleman i said tell me something about coleman he said Oh, we don't go there after the sun go down. Hello. That's it. She Hello. said, why? He said, they don't like our kind of people. Hello. I said, now that have I so spoken oblivious. to you in the last two, three years? He said, no, I see you on Facebook, but that's it. I said, so, do you understand? Mm-hmm. She's like, but I'm not like that. You, you are may not, not be right, like that. Right. We can tell. We can tell. We can Nay tell has it. friends in common from when she um, worked there. When she lived here years ago. Um, and we went, one before she moved here, um, went to have lunch with them mm-hmm. at a little Mexican restaurant right off the freeway, right off um, the Highway 65. She's like, we're going to Coleman to have lunch. I said, when? What's, you said lunch? We're going to be there at noon. We'd fuck up out at one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We do not play. Mm-mm. Do not Mm-mm. play. And there is a bakery in Coleman that has the best sausage balls. And orange cinnamon rolls. See, baby, I don't even go through there. I don't know nothing about stopping there. I don't, I there. I don't the even want to do it. Used to bring them in. I don't even want to do it. Mm-mm. As good as they are, I ain't going. To get I them. have not stopped Mm-mm. to get them, and y'all know Mm-mm. I frequent sixty-five, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even in the daytime. Mm-mm. I ain't not stopping. Home. Somebody can make some for me. That they remind me of these. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I'll find the um, ingredients online. This time last year, me and my brother were coming back from my uncle's funeral in Selma. And sure as shit, he said, I got to piss like a Russian racehorse with a goo truck behind it. I said, hell, me too. We both had. And we were coming through Coleman 
on E. Nope. Do you know we did not stop? Mm-mm. We did on not a prayer. stop. A hope and a prayer. We did not. Did not stop. Stop. Price for next exit. We That's did so not sad. Stop. It is. It and it's is. crazy because Jamari is fourteen, but Jamari knows Coleman. Don't stop there. Don't play. Don't play. Do not play. It's sad that we still have that. And then you gotta explain that shit to your kids and ugh. But how do you how do you break that cycle? We can't, we can't we can't we can't fix it. it. We're not the ones to break it. Mm-hmm. White people have to start doing the work. And they gotta start checking other white people. Yeah, they that, the they have to have to check the bad whites. And that ain't never gonna happen in Coleman because they just had a whole rally. Yeah. What? A they booed their savior when he went. 45 was yeah, going to speak and tell them to take the, take the vaccine. And Thousands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thousands. Yeah. We got a long way to go, y'all. We have a long way to go, but we I think we're doing our part raising the boys, how we're raising them, and being mm-hmm. honest with them, having those honest conversations. Yeah, um, y'all don't, don't cross, don't cross J-Mar with none of that sideways stuff. Because mm-hmm. he's going to let you down with a smile. Okay. Absolutely. I hope my children grow that way. And if if Parker don't, guess what? Jamar going to come for you about him too. Period. Parker going, he going to get you. He just going to be really, he's going to feel so bad about it. He Mm -hmm. really is. Parker going to whoop your ass and then Mm -hmm. get you out. The one little fight he got in, he did. He was beating the little boy up and was crying about it. I was like, what is is happening? I'm thinking Mm -hmm. (laughs) he got hurt or something. Mm -hmm. He was crying Mm -hmm. because he he was like, I didn't want to do it. Mm That's how you know. I love him. I love him. Absolutely. So please, everybody, love my baby. Because it's going to be a hard road. It is going to be a hard road for us, me and Parker. Just wait till he understands that he don't have to. It's going to be interesting to see Kaden. Wait till he understands that he don't have to. Yeah. It's going to be on. Yeah. Yeah. Kaden, I'm nervous. He's in the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Going on to middle school oh, next year. God. I'm really nervous for Caden because I'm like, I don't know what his reaction is going to be. Middle school. I don't know if he is going to be the fighter or if he's going to just let people run over him. Yeah. Um, because of how his personality is. And I'm like, are you a silent killer like he your is. mama? Or like are you. Because <laughs> Parker, like, what is happening? Parker can get on Caden's nerves. He'll put, he has to push him a lot. Yeah. 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 But it's not like Parker has to push a lot because that's his brother. I feel like when he flips, he is going to. Flip. That's it. Oh, I just want to witness it. Oh, somebody record that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't disseminate it. To I everybody. just don't want. Caden's always so scared of getting in trouble, and I have to remind him: Do you want to get in trouble with your teacher or with your or mom? Me. Right? Like, who is the yeah. one? And so it's like I always fear like he's going to be the one to just let people walk over him and get bullied, and I'm like, okay. yeah. Mm-mm. I hope it comes out. I felt the same about DJ, but he's very he he's 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 quiet. He's the silent killer. Mm-hmm. He's quiet. He's very reserved. But when he's when that button is pushed, he is it's a different. A rap. He's a different mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a completely different kid. And people are like, I didn't think this was him. I said, I told you, I'll never tell you what my child won't do. <laughs> I'm not that mother. Mm-mm. I'm not. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you everything he could possibly do, and then some. Yeah, see, I'm at the point now. I'm kind of like, mm, 
freshman year, mm-hmm. got a few more years, everybody likes you. You get to the point where somebody folks gonna is going to be jealous. Jealous, yeah. yeah. And they're going to try you. Yeah. And and by him being only only black child, mm-hmm. you know, or very few, a very few, they're going to try him in different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not physically. Because mm-hmm. they're going to be intimidated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I learned that because y'all read Ace of Spades while we talking about that. Ace of Spades. It is a book that goes into. Does it? To, yes, it is such a good book, but it's scary because it's like some. This is what really fucking happens. Ooh. It's like two black kids get accepted to a predominantly white school, mm-hmm. and they start taking them out. The white people start trying to take the black people out not physically it's random weird shit yeah taking away their popularity Ooh, yeah. and all kinds of stuff under it's y'all it's a good book read it ace of space um yeah. but that that's what scares me about our children that mm-hmm. they're not going to understand that they're being attacked by these smart. white folks mm-hmm. that's um smart. but we have to have those conversations with them because he's mm-hmm. so like not this topic i'd be like why yeah. it don't bother you i never had what's crazy is the contrast to that is I never had to have these conversations with my my daughters. No. Never. I, never I don't remember my mom never. ever having to have the conversation with me about uh-huh. stuff like that. Mm-mm. Ever. My youngest was quick to check you mm-hmm. real quick. Mm-hmm. And she was very quick to check you about her I big sister. I wonder too. why that is. I never had to have a, my, my, the, my girls had white friends and, and they were cool. But if one of them said anything out of pocket, they was on their ass. I was like, do you let your white friends say the N-word? Mm-mm. My oldest was like, well, nobody really says it, like, you know, around me. And my youngest was like, I sh- I, you, you can't, can't say it around me. <laughs> no, I never. But, so I went to prom with a white boy. Really? I did. Now, mind you, he was the white boy that was cool that with all the homies. You. That's probably where your husband that. is. Your, your husband is probably white. He I don't care what white. color he is at this point. <laughs> Manifest yourself, sir. As long as his money is still green, yes, oh, that might be yes. it. We're looking in the wrong place. No, okay. I am. Listen, I don't discriminate. I went to prom with a white boy, and the Ooh. black kids were, were the dudes was like feeling some type of way. Like, how you gonna go with him? Y'all didn't ask. So he had his his all white tux on, and mm. went to school with one of the baddest bitches. Went to prom with one of the Period. baddest bitches. Ooh. Absolutely. Her. Now, mind you, I knew him since sixth grade. Like, that was the homie. I wonder. I, I want to dig on that. Why we have to have these conversations with the boys and not the women, the young ladies. That's crazy. But do black girls typically have, like, close white friends growing up? I did. I yeah. didn't. I did. I mean, but I, again, I grew up in I was going to say, I think in Alabama... It's natural, like the black people gravitate to the black people and the white people gravitate. And now you, we didn't. Now don't get me wrong. It was a couple of um, white girls, excuse me, in high school that um, hmm, was built up like us mm-hmm. <laughs> and was cool as hell. And they were white, not like mixed biracial. They were white girls. But for the most part, you like, didn't get close to them. no, it was just like, eh. I mean, I was cool with them, but they, they were never like my best friend. I grew up in the hood. So it was, it was the opposite for us. Like it was probably one or two white kids really in the, in the classroom and it was all black. 
the hood when I say hood yeah the hood yeah and even living I did not live amongst the whites mm-hmm. growing up it was just the black people in the hood I mean you had one here or there you know token white kid in the neighborhood but it was it was so I was not really exposed to diversity um, unless somebody came to fix something at our house and um, that didn't happen too often because my dog was prejudiced. So <laughs> <laughs> well, my daddy from Selma, so my dog didn't like white people. And so whenever they would come, he would bite them. And we just, him and my, my daddy and my uncle just start fixing everything. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, I think that was a great topic. Good deal. Uh, we'll go ahead and close out. Did you have any positive notes? I was just going to say I that. Don't. Okay, I'll say this um, as quickly as I can, I guess. Um, as you all, Mo and Nett, know, I had an uncle recently pass. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to our clothes today, I just want to say love your people. Mm-hmm. Um, remember to show them love while they're here. Give them yes. their flowers um, If you are, have disagreements with your people, I understand you know, you don't want to be the bigger person all the time. You don't, I'm not saying you have to go and rekindle anything with anybody, but let that anger and that go, let it go and forgive them, make peace with the situation so that if they do pass before you, you're not holding that guilt um, in your heart. Um, So that's just what I want to leave everybody with. Love your people Mm -hmm. every day. Um, and, and work on your healing so that when the time comes, you don't have any guilt on your end if you're passing mm-hmm. and any guilt um, on the other end if they pass. So. What better time to do it than now? Yeah. It's the holidays. Seriously. Reach out. Yeah. Agreed. All right, y'all. That wraps up another week. Woo-hoo. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Sounds good. Hi, everybody. It's Jazz. And it. And Mo. Hi, hello, welcome Happy back. New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy Christmas, Mahana Kwanzaa. <laughs> yes, um, we have been on a vacation, holiday, nice just break. Yes, mm-hmm. but we are back with um, our first episode of the new year. And we're just going to go ahead and get started in the shade. In the shade. Ooh, ooh. So... I wanted to start with talking about this whole Cardi B, Tasha K lawsuit. Okay. What the hell? Mm. Um, I was kind of excited that Cardi, Cardi won. Like, I so, was as well. I was yeah. So rewind, y'all know I don't be in the in the mix. I don't really remember what all happened. I remember this woman. She's like a blogger, right? She, she is. She was saying some crazy shit about cardi b uh-huh and her husband cheating and that her heaven stds yeah i think she for said what she had reason well, being nasty she was getting it from us from a an anonymous source so did cardi have another like lawsuit or something centered around she had to go and have like the hpv test right i think so i think but that there was, was like another a, a year or two ago because yes. of when he cheated that the second time that we knew of? I don't know. But okay. yeah. 
Yeah, she had to. She went and got um, it was tested, all around that. and yeah, wow, it was yeah. all around that. And Tasha K went to run in her mouth about that, mm-hmm. and so Cardi her. was like, "Well, fuck it, I'm finna sue." Because Tasha K was very unapologetic. Like she you was. know how if a if a media contact me, me I don't care for her. and I never really knew who she was for real, for real until she interviewed. Um, Martell's um, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. post law here for okay. um, Love and Marriage. Okay. I never really knew. And then I went back and kind of just caught up on everything. She is the messiest of messy. I don't. She was rude about it. I don't so remember. She is. I don't remember what introduced me to her. It wasn't Martell's thing because I don't follow that. But mm-hmm. it was something that was on the shade room, of course. And then I went to it and I just, I couldn't even watch the full video. I was like, this woman is not She's like... That's awful. She's made an entire career off of other people's hardships, which I know a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. But she's she be tearing folks down in their face stuff like yeah. that. And sometimes they're so unintelligent they don't even. When she when she interviewed Ariane, Ariane, yes, she was dogging this girl in her face, and she was too slow to catch on. To catch on. Oh, she was like, wait a minute, two parent household. She's like two parent. No, well, well, that well, that part. She mm. was just dumb. She was like, "No, wait. That means you were raised with both parents." She was like, "No, no, two parent household." She's like, "Right," which means you were raised with both parent, both parents. She's like, "No, my mom was here, my dad was there." How don't you? Oh, like two diff- Those are two God. different. Houses. Like she called her slow in her feel, face. I just feel like people like that, like Wendy, this Sasha K person. Like you are literally setting up your that bad karma, that bad energy in your life. Wendy's downfall, it came and it Ooh, hit her knocked hard. her all the way down. Let me see yes. It. Like tumble, tumble, tumble down. Got hit Live. by the bus and then like, it ran back and, of and all the people she talked about. Her shit didn't really get thick. Until she talked about Tabitha Brown. Woo! What you Baby, said? When she about yes! Tabitha Brown, you are she went so to hell in a right! Basket. You are correct! Well, you, I, are you know correct. what? Let me say this. Because her, her, her husband and her health really kind of got a hold of her. And she kind of mm-hmm. was like, okay, let me pedal back. God was like, all right now. Uh huh. I'm going to give you one more chance. And then you went for Tab. Uh-huh. And he was like, now yep. that's enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yep. that's enough. That's it. So that's probably what's gonna happen to uh, Miss Tasha over I mean, 3. here. Three point eight million. Yes. Imagine Ooh. having to pay a millionaire to Cardi, <laughs> and you are worth what five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> to Cardi. But I, I applaud Cardi. Like Cardi has put is known for her love and hip hop persona. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like her. Just like just her. ratchet at the strip club. But Cardi is smart as fuck, y'all, mm-hmm. to file a lawsuit. On libel mm-hmm. and win and win and win like that's some shit that and black people she, don't the usually cherry do. On top, mm-hmm. Honey was now pay my lawyer fees as well. Yes, <laughs> pay those two. <laughs> Go ahead and pay them. I love Cardi. They I don't take Tasha K's draws. The, the, the dirty ones. And that then she was on. Draw. I saw, and of course I didn't watch it. I saw that she had made a video like not even she's not remorseful like she's just like it didn't hit her that she just lost this lawsuit she was like i took the videos down she was like i I wouldn't change anything that's what she said that's what she said you wouldn't change anything and you have to give this woman all this money millions that you you don't have Mm -hmm. and you would not change a thing Mm -hmm. no okay girl the strength of you have to come out of pocket millions of dollars just on a black woman uplift black woman type thing you know Cardi came from the struggle. Mm-hmm. 
you use your words to tear intentionally her tear her down mm-hmm. for why mm-hmm. that is you don't ugly. even know that girl that is so ugly that is so ugly and it's like of all the people that she could have went in she went in yeah party when i went back and started watching the the videos and shit, she went in she, on this she woman dragged Cardi. Yeah, she had it was like she had a personal beef with her. So I don't know. People I, I, like that are just so miserable yeah. and just mm. like oh. she ain't got to worry about no company right. now. All them M's she finna give up. She gonna reap what she sowed. Mm. Who, who gonna be interviewing Tasha K? <laughs> you might, we might need to we might need to send an invite to the we jam might. session. Nah, baby, we gonna fall she out. Be paid. We gonna be. Uh, it, that's not gonna points. be a good combo. Yeah, she needs coins. But kudos to Cardi. Keep sure. doing you. Please sure. do. I love it. I love that. I love her. She For is sure. real through the good and the bad. Like Cardi is is very transparent and mm-hmm. real. Set fucked up. <laughs> yes, it did. she Cut had a she had a real life situation in the media and still chose her own morals like no that's my husband good for yeah. you good marriage is hard it is ooh. i ain't never been there i don't Holy know that i would be able to do it marry boyfriend girlfriend <laughs> uh, we've been there baby daddy's okay but i just know that part of the wedding vows say you know till death do us part and i really feel like i would take that to heart mm. there is literally only one way out mm-hmm. and my doctor has been documenting my severe pmdd system <laughs> for years yes Lord. so <laughs> yeah. so Yes, That's indeed. all I know. Never been married, yes. never went through it. So That's I can't say what I would and wouldn't put up with, but I do know those pieces of information. So. It's huge. It's right. huge. What's next on the hot list? Um, Next topic. Per um, the Shade Room. Ooh. Love the Shade Room. Yes. A U.S. cryonics lab has 200 heads and bodies frozen and hopes to bring them back to life. I'm sorry, what? Through advanced technology. Oh, I did see that shit on your page. So people, before they passed, they were like, hey, yes, you can use my body. You can freeze my body and bring me back to life at some point. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even click the link to read about this bullshit. Y'all know I watch all the zombie vampires. Why would they do that? And that is some straight zombie apocalypse shit. But the fact that they said they have heads and bodies, as if they're separate. Oh shit! Because then, but okay, if you bring it back, what are you going to bring it back as? Because the soul is gone. So what is it going to be? Did they freeze them before they died? Why are we trying to bring folks back? Yeah, that's not okay. I think that there's and several are any movies of those that heads, talk about why this is a bad idea. Are those any of those heads Betty White? <laughs> Cicely Tyson, y'all know we lost her a year was. ago today. Yes, like. Mm. Is Whitney in there? Oh, Tupac. Is Pop there? Let me know. Come on, Pop. Let me know Because we've been waiting on you for like 25 years. Right, right. And we heard You've been on the island before. somewhere, really. You've just been frozen. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, That's really strange. I, I feel like there's so much that scientists oh and technology and all that, that stuff could be working on. Yeah. And... I feel like a lot of it goes to this weird stuff like this. That is creepy. Oh, can I just say this? See, love the fold. 
I saw today, not not completely off topic, but not not on that topic. But I saw a video today where a patient refused his um, kidney transplant because he did not want to get vaccinated. Caveat: His wife, who was there and agreed, this is a life saving. If he don't get this organ, he gonna die. Right. Mm-hmm. And his wife, in all of her five hundred pound glory, sitting next to him as a nurse. Stood right by his side. And so he gonna die. Because he doesn't want to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And a woman whose daughter was going to donate a part of her liver to her life-saving surgery did not want to be vaccinated. Her and her daughter would have need to, needed to be vaccinated in order for um, her to receive the, the piece of her daughter's mm-hmm. liver. And she didn't want to be vaccinated and neither did her daughter. And now she's dead. Okay. Mm. Um, I'm just confused. So, yeah. you trust science enough for them to transplant, but you don't a whole ass organ. Yeah, absolutely. But you don't trust that injection. But it's guaranteed that you're going to die. Guaranteed that you you're going to die if you don't transplant. have this transplant. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility mm-hmm. that complications from the vaccine can lead to your death. Mm-hmm. Guarantees, stupid possibilities, very slim possibility. Y'all, I have never. I had a teacher in high school. If you said the word stupid, you would have to write like sentences or some shit. So I had Mm -hmm. I stopped using the word stupid. Mm -hmm. I have never used stupid so much in my life (laughs) until recently, (laughs) until like twenty twenty one, until now. I that is like part of my vocabulary now. Yes, yes, people are stupid. Oh, get, but get this. Go back to the bodies. I just clicked the link. Um, oh it says for about $200,000, the company will freeze an entire dead body. And for $80,000, you can have a head frozen courtesy of the cryonics process. So what's the point of getting like, your, just your head frozen? What are what they going to do, do with, with it? Head? In hopes of being brought back to life. For what? Yeah, it's just like that Golden head? Girls episode. Where they On a robot? <laughs> yeah. What getting creepier and creepier mm-hmm. by the day it is getting creepy mm-hmm. your it soul is, is gone, really though. getting creepy it's not it's even it's, it's hoping that advanced technology will provide the ability to bring them back to life we clearly are behind the curve because they're just now coming up with the Jetson cars that can fly. Did y'all see that? I saw that. So that was pretty cool. We you have to, make you, it you to... have to have a pilot's license. Yes. 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 The cars that turn into planes. But you when was that? In, where was that in Sweden? Mm-hmm. Somewhere over Somewhere there. Somewhere overseas. Somewhere over there. Right. They they so the smart over there. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Well. So yeah. Um, yeah. What you got, friend? Um, to close out in the shade, I just want to say rest in peace to all of the the Ugh. souls that were lost Ew. in the month of January. Uh-huh. Um, Betty White. Oh, may she rest. It's like no, we Betty knew- died in twenty two in Last December. Mm-hmm. Was that December? Was yes. Twenty twenty one. You are right. Yes. Oh That's my god, was that was that was the end of December. But we've got like what Sydney Portier, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Meatloaf recently. Just, the um, just the fashion designer, yeah. yes. Leon Pally. Yes. So mm-hmm. I just want to say rest in peace to um those that have lost their lives, celebrities, and then family members that you all out there may have. Yes, um, sure. And I pray for for healing and peace. Absolutely. Indeed. Yes. Agreed. 
All right, we are going to go into our chick chat. What do you have for us, Mo? I'm so nervous. Ooh. It's been so long since we've gotten together. Ooh, chick chat. So it kind of piggybacks off of the um, uh, a little bit of the in the, sh- in the shade with Cardi B and all of all of them. Mm. Let's talk about cheating Ooh. in relationships. Ooh. Oh. So here's here's my take on cheating. <clears throat> Not really having, in all honesty, gone through it to my knowledge. Um, I don't know, and, and I'm married for a second time. No, <laughs> I don't know if cheating is a hard stop for me to end a relationship. I have to say, it's one of those things that is kind of like if you don't, you don't know it until you get to it or mm-hmm, you go through mm-hmm. it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But even not making it to that point just yet, I don't see it as a hard stop. I'm done. I want mm. a divorce. I'm through with you thing for me. Okay. Because, and it may be just a little bit of the petty in me, because you have opened the door wide for me to reciprocate. But see, why would you even want to go through that? At I don't want to go we just through want, it. We, at this point, we just need to go our separate ways. Because yeah. I just don't... For me, okay. I did not like to think it was a hard path for me. I feel like, okay, if you are in a relationship with somebody, you have that, you know, most relationships... You, you That's your friend. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you've got that friendship. You're there. You, you, let's talk, let's figure this out, therapy, whatever, let's see how we can work through this. Right. I don't think that my body Mm. responds that way. Right. When me and Parker's dad were together and I found out he cheated, I was like, okay, whatever, I'm Mm -hmm. pregnant, I don't want to be pregnant by myself, I don't want to have a baby and be single out here and have Uh all these kids, we gonna work through it, Uh but... I did not respond to him the way I did before. Mm-hmm. I could not be intimate with him. Okay. There was a a noticeable like change in my respect for him. Yeah. I started talking to him any type of way. Okay. And at that point, it's like, why continue a relationship like this? True that. I'm over here disrespecting you. I'm over here, like, we're not even being, having grown up time. Like, mm-hmm. what's the point of even keeping keeping this going? So, mm-hmm. it's like my mind, I felt like my mind was like, yes, we can work through this. Okay. But then my body was like, no, the fuck we can't. But did you think about, like, trying counseling or therapy or anything like that? Or not at that time, that wasn't, you thought you could work through it on your own. Like, y'all could work through it. Yeah, I thought we could work through it okay. on our own. Mm-hmm. And then... I think like maybe maybe therapies, maybe some counseling or what have you. I don't know. I just don't see. Do you see that after a certain amount of time, or do you mm. feel like because I like is it okay? You guys been married. Okay, let's say you guys have been together for like four years, and then y'all y'all have been married for two, and then he cheats. Mm-hmm. Is that like okay? Now we can go to therapy, or is it because I feel like the the less amount of time I've spent with you. The the less I'm losing out on Yes. Like I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm, done, not done. Gonna, we're not gonna go and pay no therapist. Like, fuck you, you did this. I just ooh, I feel that there are levels to cheating and levels to your response. Agreed. So in my younger years, mm-hmm. if you cheated on me, we're done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um once I had Jamari and there was cheating. 
there was more leeway, more forgiveness. Because there was more involved. There was yes. more to lose, so okay, to speak. gotcha. The family dynamic. So it was mm-hmm. like, there's something worth working out. Right. I am very much so, um, you have my trust until you lose it. Mm-hmm. I'm not the person that's like, you have to earn my trust from the get Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You that's have me. my trust until you lose it. Yep. Now, cheating on me, you've broken my trust. And yes, you mm-hmm. have to work towards, you know, you getting that, that back. But I am in my older age now. I'm very much so conscious of if I say you've done something to betray my trust and I'm going to give you the opportunity to fix it. Mm -hmm. And you don't. Then I'm going to work to do that. Right. Younger me would have been like, yeah, we can work it out, but I'm a dog you. Uh Uh-huh. So I can't say that cheating is per se a deal breaker. I don't feel like every man cheats. But a lot of them do. Right. And I, I want to know the why. I, the how did it get yeah. to that. You know what I'm saying? And I know that men are not emotional creatures. Right. So a woman cheating, there's an emotional connection yep. to that. Sometimes. Because if I, I'm being see, honest, I have been the cheater. If if I'm being honest, I have absolutely Ooh. yeah, I know. Never. I have Never. been I have I been the cheater, but I've been the cheater when I was done when I had no more respect for you because for me relationships it has to be more has to be built on more than just love when I tell y'all love is not enough baby it is not enough and for me when I have that emotional detachment like with my ex-husband I I did not love my ex-husband I was not in love with my husband I loved him like I love the population of earth right like I love all people (laughs) that's kind of how I'm just I'm just being honest like that that was the the love I had for him like I did not like oh I love you I'm so in love no 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 there was none of that and so but I did have a little bit of respect for him okay. um, once I saw that he was to me weak I lost respect right as right. well so then I cheated yeah hell yeah stepped out um there was no emotional attachment already and mm-hmm. then I had no respect for you so what do you what do you give to me that I can't do for myself or give to myself but now, is that really a relationship? Thing? It's so more like a I mean? business deal. A it's just like an agreement. Yeah. And see, that's where I'm like, okay, there's the 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 type of relationship that you have with somebody else outside of me, the cheating, that plays a role into how I'm going to react. Right. If this is somebody that you just kind of saw one night and y'all went and did whatever, Hit okay. It but if you are building a relationship with this person and it's an affair. You, you repeatedly do this shit? You know, you mm-hmm. know her kids' names and shit. And you, y'all going y'all on, on dates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's right, right there. Yeah. That's, yeah. You gonna, it's going to get really ugly. Yeah. Um, but I, I just feel that. like I am very like, y'all know how I am. I'm very like... <laughs> A, a spiritual in a sense mm-hmm. and I just feel like once we are connected in that way mm-hmm. you should not take that anywhere else correct right? because now you're bringing me somebody else's soul energy that's right. and energy oh and that and and real. and mm-hmm. yes you are transferring their their energy onto me and I don't even know it so all of a sudden I'm acting a certain way and I'm right. you know what I'm saying like, that's I'm, where... I'm particular about who I give my energy to yeah yes. and now you giving it to somebody I don't even know yeah. absolutely
absolutely. And so that's where I, I feel like I, my, I shut down because mm-hmm. I'm like, you are literally bringing somebody's energy into my space. Yeah. And I feel disrespected and I don't know how to, to not feel that way. Right. Right. So let's say he cheats mm-hmm. and he is just like, you don't have to like catch him in it. He comes and he tells you, look, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm, we're going to work through it, yada, 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 yada. And he's telling you one thing, but he's doing some other shit behind the back. Actions mean Actions. everything. Your That's words don't mean shit to me. Changed behavior mm-hmm. means everything. Because I can tell you, the sky is purple. Mm-hmm. But... You know for a fact it, that shit is blue. Blue as fuck. Blue than a motherfucker. <laughs> so I don't, I don't respond well to words. I'm more of an action kind of person, mm-hmm. and like that's where I think that's where I don't know. I just I don't. I won't necessarily say I've had this emotional intelligence, but. I never gave people chances when I was dating growing up. Mm-hmm. If you did something that I did not care for, no matter how, ch- I broke up with my daughter's father because he looked at me while I was eating. Like, I, I shit you not. And there was no, we're going back together. No, no, we're not. Now, we might have, we might have had sex, but we were not like back together. Mm-hmm. So him sleeping with whoever it was he was screwing or what have you. I don't feel like it was cheating on because we wasn't together. We're not together. And I could see and date who I wanted to, too. And I mean, this was like 18, 19, 20 years old, me. Yeah. And a lot of people, though, that age don't have that kind of, I don't know, emotional awareness and oh, maturity no. mm-hmm. to be okay with that. I was perfectly fine with it because you're going to do you, I'm going to do me, playboy. I did that with Jamari's dad. Yeah. Very but, much so. We're not together, but take care of your child. That's it. And when I want some. Get to me. And vice versa. Yeah. I mean, we were cool when he was not in jail. We were we were we were good to go. And that was just the understanding, but it wasn't I didn't it wasn't reciprocal. Mm-hmm. He had a problem if he came to my parents' house to to pick me up or whatever and I was out on a date. Mm-hmm. We would he he would literally like argue with me and I was like, dude, I'm not about to argue with you. We're not gonna scream and yell and fuss and fight. You're not my man. I'm not your woman. I'll see you on Thursday. That's your day. Know your schedule. Um, they, they, can't, they can't. They can't. They can't handle what what we they we can't do to no. them what they do to mm-hmm. us. And I don't know if it was just like the growing up with my daddy and my brothers that kind of prompted that, but I mean, absolutely. it probably is. Yeah, it's it's, it's that masculinity, like. Uh. And if I'm being honest, like I love my parents, but I know for sure that both of my parents had had um, extramarital <laughs> affairs. Shit, I met all my mom's boyfriends and <laughs> made the niggas pay me to shut the fuck up and I told my daddy because I'm my daddy's girl. Correct. Correct. Pay me, Playboy, or I'm telling my daddy. Absolutely. And I'm never gonna see you again. So. I hate that I'm older now and I can't do that to Scott. Because, <laughs> honey, baby, listen. I'm, I'm gonna tell mama. I'm gonna tell mama. Hello. Don't say nothing. I just am just, I I don't know. That just was, I was very desensitized Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I was married to somebody for 10 years that I did not love. And when I went to therapy after that, I had to unpack all of that shit. Like, how can you be with somebody for 10 years that you don't love? Girl, you see how I'm staring at you. Like, girl, yeah. what? Y'all know I'm the hopeless romantic. I was married I'm like, for girl, 10 what? years, y'all. And I could have been married for another 10 years like that. 
If I didn't break the cycle because he was perfectly okay with the way Did I talked to him. Did you like him? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. I could understand. When, in my older age, I could see myself being with someone mm-hmm. that I am not in love with. Okay. But I love you. But while we you're have young, a good time together, you, we take care of home. The sex is good. I could see that. Yeah. But I got to at least like you, tolerate you. If I look at you and be like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I was more comfortable being married to him when we lived places where nobody knew me. Does that make sense? It sounds crazy. Damn, Mo. I was very, very much so comfortable being with him in North Carolina. I was very much so comfortable being with him overseas. I was very much so comfortable being with him in Alabama. When we moved back to Cleveland, no, sir. Mm-mm. No, sir. Because I got a reputation. I took him to my high school reunion and I was so embarrassed. Like... This this what are we doing, y'all? I just he just he 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 paid the bill. Pray my scrunch. You take care of the kids. That's I just this is it, y'all. And then I had made up in my mind when he wanted to go to college and get his associate's degree that took him four fucking years to get that I was gonna be done after that. Because you can't leave them at their lowest. That Mm. just makes you seem really horrible. But I was just when we moved back to Cleveland, I would, every day I would look at him with my nose turned up like, what in the fuck was I thinking? I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. Oh, I had all type of hoes. But he served time. a purpose in the beginning. For that time. Absolutely. Right. He right. did. And I appreciated him for that purpose. But Never take that away. And I, I love my son. I don't know that I could have married you. Yeah, that was real quick courthouse. Listen, we got married in North Carolina. And the only two options to choose for race was white or colored. We were colored. In Fayetteville, North Carolina, we were colored. Oh, no. That would have been a sign. That that would have been my red flag. I was like, no, we can't do that. We can't do this here. But I literally probably cheated like the last five years of my marriage. Does he know? Wow. No. So, so one thing I found about the benefit of women. Until now. (laughs) Cheating. Yeah. If you listen to this podcast, there you go. She's not sorry. Yeah, women don't. uh, Women cheat and they hold the knowledge of what it is they've done or they're doing Mm -hmm. in their mind over you, but not telling you. Mm -hmm. Like, I think he was very confident in thinking that I wouldn't. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. cheat. Everybody thought I was just a sweet little docile, you know, maybe a little firecracker here once in a while. Mo. Um, so I really don't believe that he thinks that I cheated. But I absolutely And then I feel like when women cheat, they don't they're so good at like Ooh. well, well at hiding well. it to a sense. Men be doing most the song. Men most of, okay, them. most of them. As long as you don't get knocked up. But uh, <laughs> like oh yeah i'm working late on getting damn well like you got a job that we all know is right that, you know five paycheck or something. yeah mm-hmm. and then women like the way they do it they will introduce you to their side piece like oh this is my homeboy from back in high school uh, whatever I can't lie. You I can't lie. In the dryer. <laughs> jamari's first birthday first ma- first or second mm-hmm. first there were three there was 
to his daddy and two others at the party. Yeah. At oh. the same time. Yeah. Oh. Because why not? Okay. Not? I had my uh, oh, child's father done. at the house with my ex-husband, standing in my parents' foyer like, you know, you should have married me. Like, what? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Thank God my baby you gotta go. to the podcast. We ain't doing this. <laughs> yeah, we ain't doing this. No, I'm like, you, you, you know my husband right here on the sofa, right? He's like, I'm gonna fuck. I have, have never cheated. I don't. I just don't know that it's. No, never. No, I've never been a cheater. I we were not together. <laughs> Y'all weren't together. We were not together. But on the strength of things, that's his child and his child's birthday party. Right. I knew I was. I that had my risky. fucking pimp cup right. up. Okay. That was risque. Very risque, and I, I did that shit. <laughs> when Nate and I got engaged. I didn't even know this. When we got engaged, the bar that we went to back in Cleveland, um, there was like two or three guys that I had messed with there in the in the bar. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't messing with them at that time, you know what I mean? But just, like, no, yeah, no. and I can dap you up, hug you, whatever, and my fiance, husband, whatever, will never know never the know. difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had to, it, it took some... It took some some, some real Not intense therapy. Now men be getting nervous and jumping yeah, and, and they stuff, get and they get dumb. Yeah, they get yes. really like, just act you. normal. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what's crazy? They get nervous and jumpy when it's them, mm-hmm. but when they are the secret, then niggas be cool as hell. Yeah, they be cool as hell. I was able to just get over like, like that. How all did the you fight? Either way, you, you're risking being caught. Listen, right. That nigga be cooler than a fan. Listen. So do y'all feel like your reaction to cheating would be worse if you caught the person? Like if you, you know, went through their... They were like, oh, go get this. You know, it's in my email. And you went through their phone and saw some shit. No. Or... Because mm-hmm. if, I, if I go looking for it, I can't get mad at what I find. No, I'm, I'm just saying if it. they tell... If it's an accident, though. Like if they just... Like I say, men are dumb. If yeah. they're like, oh, pull it up on my phone or something. And then you just like, oh, I got his phone. Get you with receipts. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think. I don't, I'm very calculating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think that my reaction would be initially to just blow up your weight. <laughs> no, because I'm going to give you multiple opportunities to, to come clean. Yeah. So I'm going to blow up because... You cheated and, and you lied. You lied. Yeah. And you lied. I'm gonna be mad, I feel mad like my lie. willingness to forgive would be um, lower if I if I had to find out. If you come to me and you tell me, then it's like, okay, we can let me process this. Right. But if I find out and then I'm sitting here on this information and you steady acting like everything is peachy keen day yeah. in and day out. I can agree with that. I am going to be fuming. I can agree yeah. with that. You telling me gives me gives me the right to choose whether I want right. to deal with the bullshit or not. Right. But you lying to me tells me you don't give a fuck. I don't think I would act different either way. Here's here's why. Because you wasn't man enough to come and be before you did the shit. If if you feel like oh coming to you telling you that I cheated is yeah, yeah it's not because you didn't think enough of me before you did it to say anything if that's the case um, but again but I still you know, don't a lot see of niggas feel like they be telling us when shit's fucked up and no, but they, they don't. don't they're horrible communicators correct I was like but, but in their minds a lot of them feel like but I've been trying to tell you 
Like, this been fucked up for a minute. This is why I did it. So what is your response to that? Nigga, no, you didn't. If you didn't come out of your mouth and clearly say, this is how I feel, right. then you didn't try you to tell me shit. Doc, Doc 3000, right. I'm going to go out and cheat. Yeah. Right. If you didn't say that out of your mouth, then you didn't try to tell me shit. Right, because I'm not Don't keep just mind pushing mind. on my fucking head, because I don't understand that shit. Right. <laughs> like come to me and say hey we ain't having enough sex or hey come to me and say hey I need right. that walk walk 3000 come to me and say hey throw that thing in a circle on Monday Wednesday and Friday you like to say it and then fix me a sandwich turkey not ham there you go I'm in the kitchen like big brain come to this bitch quit walking fry some eggs and some bacon like what you want and that's I feel like it's just a, a huge it's it's communication. Yeah. At the end of the day, it it's communication. And you have to have I don't know, like I said, I'm not married, never been married. I just hope to have that. Like if I just believe that if you have A, if you have a a, a sincere friendship, so mm-hmm. to speak, uh, a liking of one another mm-hmm. as a foundation. The respect is going to come. The communication is going to come. It's, it's going to be natural. Mm-hmm. If you're forcing any parts of that, right, it's going to be easy to be like, fuck that nigga. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I agree wholeheartedly. If I didn't love my husband, honestly, I would have been cheating on him. If, if we're just being honest, because I just, I, I got a real low tolerance and I have to learn how to how to understand that people put up with my shit right so why do i not expect somebody else you know to have to put up with somebody else's shit and then let them know my expectations and if you're not willing to meet my expectations then then we we got some some decisions mm. to make but um I got a long way to go a long way i don't to feel go. like i don't feel like i got no shit for nobody to put up with oh no <laughs> so, and, and that's a problem <laughs> And that's a problem. I'm, like, I'm on my piece of cue. I really, truly do. Like, I love my husband. If I didn't love him, I got the opportunity to marry for love. Right. If I didn't love him, I honestly, we would not be married right now because <laughs> my tolerance for shit is just super duper low. And his 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 ex and, and then the mothers of his children, it just like was a whole <laughs> lot to have to deal with. And so for me... I just was, ooh, that was putting up with enough for me. Even though it's not a lot for other people, it's a lot for me. Right. Because in the midst of it, I'm just like, I don't have to deal with this shit. But it it affects you because you love him. Right. You know them motherfuckers ain't right. Right. Burns my biscuits. Yeah. But you... You got to realize that you're people are not you and mm-hmm. you're not them. You can't and expect you from, from other people. people. Yep. yep. And that was kind of that that's kind of the mindset that I had to go in it with. That's um, hard. It is very that's so very hard. hard. And direct communication was hard for me too. Right. I'm the baby under a bunch of boys. And it just that that and I'm old school parents. And I, we weren't allowed to communicate our feelings and all of that stuff. You can't mm-hmm. agree with some shit that your parents told you to do. You just got to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. I was talking about my daddy today with my daughter. But but nobody yeah, asked you. Nobody asked you. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck what you say. Do as I say, not, not as, as I, I do. do. Mm-hmm. And that was how we were raised. And so communicating my feelings was difficult. And now that I do it and, and I have a husband who wants to do it and wants me to do it, it's like, 
It's it's different. I don't know how to do this shit. I wonder if I'm accustomed to when you so when I had therapy, I went through therapy what after Parker. How old was I when I had Parker? Something. Anyways, my relationships before therapy and after therapy are a like notice they're noticeably different as far as like like when if the breakup happens it's it's different. Yes. I, like I'm not experiencing as much heartache because yep. I know that I communicated my wants, I communicated mm, my yeah. needs, I communicated with this person. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I communicated this to you mm-hmm. when we went our separate ways, I did not carry that. Y'all yeah. know I'm an emotional person. Yes. Like I will break down and cry sliding down the shower. Like <laughs> I'm in a 90s video. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> Yes, I will. I will do it. Mm-hmm. But it's like after therapy, after learning how to communicate, it was just like, okay, we're going our separate ways. All right, all this is sad. I'm going to eat some ice cream, but okay. Right. And like, that's right. it. I'll um, be good. Yeah. I'll be good. Yeah. So that's why I say communication definitely changes a lot. Oh, God, it does. Um, for does. you as a person and then your relationship as a whole. That's why I'm like, I don't see myself being with somebody that does not believe in therapy. There's no way in hell I will yes. ever get with anybody oh god that's my brother that does not believe in somebody's chase no but you're not opposed to therapy though i don't think that i'm opposed to it but i do feel like i'm capable of doing the work on my own and you're so not you're not not all the time (laughs) listen when you if if, when you finally go you're gonna be like what the fuck you Uh are literally going to ball your eyes out Uh that first appointment because you don't really but you don't really expect it and so i when i went to therapy i went because i had just had parker i had realized that i was dealing with postpartum Mm -hmm. um and so she ended up calling me back as i'm driving down the road i had to pull over boohooing boohooing because she simply asked me why do you think you need therapy yep that was the only thing that she freaking asked me and Mm -hmm. i had to pull over because i was bawling Mm -hmm. i had a session last week it was insane and it was just it was just eye-opening for me because it was like um, so yeah, it's like you you think that okay, I can do this on my own, whatever. But then once you get in there, they start asking the right questions that mm-hmm. you don't ask yourself. Mm-hmm. They start having you look at okay, yeah, this person may have said something to you, but what did you say to, to them? them. Uh-huh. And they really start having you analyze yourself. And so once you go through that, and then you start having trying to maintain your friendships or a new relationship or something after that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it gives you a new perspective on how to treat those people agreed mm-hmm. like there's a lot of things that i would do that i'm doing differently dating now than i would have when i was in therapy mm-hmm. maybe i need to go to therapy no Y'all seriously stop thinking that, I, that i'm such a bully <laughs> <laughs> like okay so my session my session last month with my therapist she gave me homework right mm-hmm. all this homework my anxiety has just been on a hundred, not even 10, like a hundred. And I didn't do any of the exercises. Right. And so I had, my angst was high at my session this month. And, um, we were talking about some things that I had been going through and she's like, well, did you do any of the assignments? And I'm like, no. And, um, Oh, one of the things she was talking about was that I don't give people a chance to disappoint me. Um, I told her I will ask you something once. 
And if you do not do it the first time, I'm going to do it myself. Correct. And then I have it in my mind that I can't count on you for anything. Right. Yeah. She's like, but do, do people have, yeah, she's like, but do people have to remind you sometimes to do things? And I was like, well, not really. She's like, so about those assignments that I gave you last month, did you do them? I was like, That's no. not the same, though. She's like, <laughs> she's Why like, is it not right. the same? She's like, and I'm not going to write you off. I'm going to give you another chance. I was like, son this bitch. bitch. Right? But <laughs> and so I really my response to that would have been, but I'm going to just tell you, I don't want to do them. But it wasn't that. It was just every time I opened them up to do them or get them done, it was my anxiety was riding high. And I just could not mm. for the life of me get them done. It was just different life stressors. It was just insane. Gotcha. Uh, I told her about the, the pickup DJ situation. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. All of that. Yep. It was yep. just, it was, my anxiety was just on a hundred. And she was like, and guess what? I'm not going to write you off. I'm going to give you another chance to finish them. So our session next month, I need to get my ass on in there. Finish them. Finish them. Look, I would have finished the, that shit the, oh. as soon as we hung up. Like, okay, she can't say nothing to me now. Right. And I'm the same way. But I feel like that's because over the years, I've given people the opportunity to do things and they've let me down. Right. So now it's very much, and, and more so in relationships yeah. so to speak you know what i'm saying like my friends so to speak mm -hmm. or family members like they have a little bit more wiggle room you okay. know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but if you're supposed to be my significant other right if you tell me you're gonna do something i expect for it to be done because that's what i'm going to give you right, right. so when you don't do that repeatedly then yes i'm not gonna ask you that shit anymore and that's gonna carry forward and to then I'm the yeah, I'm gonna stop. The, my respect for you mm -hmm. goes down, mm -hmm. and yeah, I can see that. I've I can never see given that anybody an opportunity to disappoint me. Because you one. My daddy didn't disappoint me. So when it comes Ever. to men, Ever. I never allowed them that chance. Like I said, I broke up with a guy for looking at me while I was eating. See, like I, I never gave anybody a chance. And now I don't have my daddy to fall back on. <laughs> so, I can't say that. I love my daddy to death, rest his soul, mm -hmm. but. There were times where, when I was younger, mm -hmm. it was very evident that my little brother was the favorite child. Okay. So, I can remember that times <laughs> that, like, I, had, okay, so, we didn't have J's and shit growing up. Right. Okay? Right. Mm -hmm. We had pro wings. We had British Nikes. We, honey, had <laughs> we had the free shoes from the coaching catalog because my uncle was a college coach. I had the cheerleader Damn, shoes with the, with the Nikes. That you could switch out the color. Switch out the color. What? Okay. What? So, I can remember asking for a pair of Jordans specifically mm -hmm. before my brother. My brother didn't even ask for them. Mm -hmm. And my daddy went and bought them for my brother. And not you. And didn't buy them for me. It took my mom throwing a fit for mm -hmm. me to get them the next day. So, my daddy was up at 5 o'clock in the morning taking me to my the dad, mall to my get dad. my jacket. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, now, of course... He I, that, was like, that was like grade school, middle school. Mm -hmm. So by high school, mm -hmm. yes, I think my mom acting a fool, you know what I'm right. saying? And, and it clicked to him. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. High school, anything happened. Prom, my boyfriend was in, mili um, in ROTC, military balls. It mm -hmm. was daddy I need. Yeah. 
I could call it, and I, the way that I said, "Daddy," mm-hmm. he, he knew. knew what you need. That's my daddy. Mm-hmm. That was my. So daddy. things changed once right. I got older. You know what I'm saying? Even when I had Jamari, you know, when I moved out, mm-hmm. like he was like, "As long as she's okay." Right. So I got that later, but the damage was already done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm 38 years old, and I can still vividly remember mm-hmm. those things. That one instant step. Okay. Listen. He please. gonna act like he ain't finna do it, but then he just do it. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Just like okay. All My right. daddy set a precedent that <laughs> if if I'm being honest, I don't think a man can meet for mm-hmm. real. For real. Mm-hmm. Nate is the closest to my father. Of any man that I've ever been with. It wasn't my dad. It's so very much so. And like with like when I have car issues, Nate is a master mechanic. So he's like, oh, that's not a big deal. I'll take a look at it on the weekend. And this is probably Monday. I don't want to wait till the weekend because if it's Monday and I tell my daddy, hey, (coughs) my car is doing blah, blah, blah. My mother is driving my father to my house and my father's out there in the dark with a fucking flashlight right. looking, looking to at my see car. what's right. going on. And he's at what he used to call the octo zone. And he's getting right. parts and he's doing what is necessary where he's giving me one of his trucks to drive until he fixes my car. Like, that is the father I had. And so when it, com- when it comes to men, I'm only going to ask you once. And if I ask you once. one time... And you don't do it. I'm going to call my brother. And then for me, it's not even the asking. I'm not even going to ask. My dad I'm gonna did mm-hmm. so much stuff without having, having to ask. To ask. My it. dad, we didn't live in the same state. He was in the military for our birthday. We always got a bouquet of balloons mm-hmm. sent to school. You know, we always got stuff for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Just everything. So it's like... I didn't ask my dad for this. He just did it. And that's how I went through a lot of my relationships. Like, you should just do this. You should just do. And so, I think I'm the opposite. It was like, I never, that's why I said I never really saw myself being Mm -hmm. married because I'm like, nobody's going to measure up to that. Who's going to do that? Nobody's going to do that. No, it wasn't, it wasn't my, let me, let me rephrase that. Because, like I said, my dad did it once I got older into more dating age. But the dating was done. But I remember, like, when he didn't. When he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. However, my first boyfriend mm-hmm. was the epitome of, like, a chivalrous man. Oh, hey, boyfriend. Like, open car doors. Oh, yes. We went to... He asked me to homecoming. I was on homecoming court. We went to homecoming, and our dates had to give us a corsage okay. as we walked out. Mm-hmm. They made a joke backstage that he was going to like, what if I just flick the flower at you? And I was like, you better not. Right. And jokingly, he flicked it and the top of the flower fell off. There's a picture of me somewhere holding a stem for homecoming. Oh, I would have beat his ass. The following, (laughs) of course, like it was our first day. He literally had asked me to homecoming like two or three days before that. The following morning, I got a phone call that said, come outside. He was not there. He was gone. But there was a bouquet of flowers and a card oh. on my porch. I got just oh. because flowers. I had to work for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. He brought my stuff to Valentine's Day. My favorite color was purple. I like Tasmanian Devil. Oh. For school, he wore a purple shirt with a Tasmanian Devil flat like tie. So that was what set yeah. the standard right. as far as mm-hmm. what you guys were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, afterwards, my dad with... I can call and say daddy and he knew something right. was up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. 
That was my dad. It set the standard. Mm-hmm. So I can't say okay for my dad, but I can say like, no, if I have to ask you. I'm rotten. It absolutely came from my dad. I do not want, <laughs> I don't want to have to ask you for anything. And I that's don't. what and and that's something that I guess I need to work on. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the things that I need in my life, I I can do it myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I I'm comfortable doing it. I've been doing it by myself this long. Right. So if you're like if I want something, I'm not going to ask you for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you like, "Oh, you want me to go grab it for you?" I'm going to be like, "No, I'm good." Most of the time when I'm asking, I'm really telling, if I'm being honest. Correct. I'm telling you how to get this shit in order because the minute you don't move, um, I'm going to do it myself. And then that's a little bit more resentment that I have towards you. But yes. I can say mm-hmm. now in my older age, I think because I know me so well, mm-hmm. I don't ask. I, like I'm not going, I'm going to just say, hey, I need this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. not going to ask. Because I, I don't, I'm not gonna give you the me. opportunity to disappoint me. Does that make sense? It makes sense because that's me. I don't I, like. I don't necessarily ask. I say mm-hmm. this is X Y Z, and I expect mm-hmm. you to do what it takes to fix X Y Z. It's hard for me to ask for help anyway. It is very it hard. Is. Financial help. It I need is. a ride. Like, can you can you watch my my yes, dogs? Anything. It is hard. It is. So, yeah, that's, that is definitely, she's like, so do you think that that's something that you have to, you know, work on with yourself? And at first I was like, hell no. Fuck no, ain't no wrong with me. Shit, I was like, oh shit, maybe I do. (laughs) (laughs) These are so unrealistic. Well, I guess I ain't ready for therapy yet because I'm going to tell her, fuck no, ain't shit wrong with me. They do. They, they really do. Your ass and they make really you do. Open they your make eyes. you look at yourself. Yes, as a whole. Yes, like they make you revisit all of the fucked up shit that you were raised on. Mm-hmm. Not that the foundations weren't solid, because that was as solid as our parents were able to mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. with they did the, the best they school that they, they was raised right, in. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. like my daddy was born in forty one. So you gotta you you just have to. It makes you look back at some of the the good things, mm-hmm. and and then it makes you unlearn the bad shit, right? And relearn a better way to do stuff. Mm-hmm. I swear, so. even with my fucking child, let me tell you, like Jamari's ass is fourteen, and he gets to go out to movies and shit. Yeah, I didn't he gets do that. to hang out with folks. Let me tell you, my mama. Mm-mm, I ain't do that. I was a freshman in college. She was like, you better be home mm-hmm. by midnight. And I was like, the fuck? Mm-hmm. Be your ass home by midnight. You heard her? No. Mm-hmm. Not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Be your ass home. You mm-hmm. heard her. You got my happy ass put the fuck out. <laughs> On a thirsty Thursday. Yeah. I think that's why, knowing how my parents were in their relationship, and like I said, I knew all my mama's love. <laughs> Friend voice. All their older glasses. And, um... <laughs> And that's why I think that out and then again, having been the cheater, I'm being honest, um, I don't think cheating is a hard stop for me. I just I just don't. I know that I have I still have work to do as far as relationships go. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I really don't think like that's the be all end all for me to just say, All right, fuck this marriage, I quit. Repeated cheating. Time. Yeah, now if you keep I on just, trying to make me look like a fool, yeah. I'ma beat your ass and and I'm her divorce you. Well, that's a given. That's Especially if you know about me. If yeah. you know about me, yes. You know you, you can't always blame the other woman, 
But if you know about me, if you've been in my face. Mm-hmm. I'm whooping your ass for GP. You ain't got to be in my face. Okay? I just know situations You ain't even got to know about like me. That. It has. You it's can been like have that. like an that inkling so... that I might be. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm on your ass. I'm on your ass. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to whoop his ass. Mm-hmm. But if I know that you had an inkling that I existed... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to have at least a conversation. Oh, yeah, I'm going to pop out mommy walk your ass yeah. real quick. Mm-hmm. Got to. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Well, that was a good conversation. That's a good one, Mo. Mm. All right, to close this out, funny, we talked about cheating, relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the quote that I found? Um, so I've been thinking about life and peace and happiness. Um the past several weeks um you know you guys know i know the podcast world you guys don't know but my grandmother has been in the hospital Mm -hmm. um for several weeks she has been battling covid um and it's just really just made me kind of just sit back because i'm like i love that woman Mm -hmm. you know and shout out to gaia Gaia. she is a fucking fighter she love her yes um but i just really i just want that type of love and energy around me mm-hmm. um and so i found this quote by george sand it says there is only one happiness in this life to love and be loved mm-hmm. and that's just what i want to end it on like love yourself mm-hmm. love the people in your life and then create such a a a aura about yourself that people can love you like you know what i mean like yes Mm -hmm. let's just all have love and happiness in our lives that's all i hope for and that's all i pray for for everybody so love and light light. all right that's it oh yay yay first episode of the new year (laughs) we got big things coming we love you guys